Hey guys, and welcome back to Let's Talk Liverpool. It's been a minute since I've been on Let's Talk Liverpool. If you're wondering where I went, I honestly just like, I don't know, I, I kind of like my own thing, I just didn't have the time to do these episodes, um, but I probably couldn't have picked a better game to start. Liverpool 3, Man City 1, what a fantastic result. Uh, everything that, as a Liverpool fan, you could hope for from the performance. We don't get any injuries, we're going into the international break on a high... And yeah, honestly, it's just like everything, everything that you could ever hope for as a Liverpool fan. And uh, I wish the smile on my face could reverberate through the sound here. Um, but I'm sure you can tell by by the kind of way I'm speaking that this was a game where we needed to show up. We needed to show City who's boss. We've obviously made a good start to the season and they haven't made as good a start to the season uh, as they had previously. But we needed to show them that we mean business um, and that if they continue to drop points, we will be picking up the points. We're not going to be slacking. Um, but we also had to kind of prove it for ourselves mentally. You know, those games against Man City last season were were possibly the ones that you know um, had a big role to play in us not not winning the not winning the title. So it was hugely important, particularly the game at Anfield, uh, to put up a great performance, get the dub, get the three points, and uh, yeah, walk away with what was a fantastic victory going into the international break with with everyone feeling. Uh, kind of on cloud nine so yeah it was um it was a an interesting game in that we we kind of like city kind of played a lot of their type of football they had they seemed to have like a bit more possession and they had a lot more chances but we had one of these games where we were just incredibly clinical like sometimes like the aston villa game last week we kind of maybe aren't so clinical but then there's other games like this, like today, where, you know, where they're just on it, like when Salah's on it, when, when Mane's on it, and they're just clinical with all the chances they take. And we just look way too dangerous when that happens. Like when when that happens, literally no team in the world can stop us. Like whether you're Barcelona, whether you're Juve or whether you're Man City, I think when when we play like that, there, there genuinely is no stopping us. So uh, that was mighty, mighty impressive for us to see. But the game started... Um, in the fashion that Man City probably would want. They had a, they had a couple of corners, they were dominating the ball, um, and then we actually went up the other end and actually scored with Fabinho, and obviously there was a bit of controversy there. Um, the ball, Bernardo, Bernardo Silva was trying to uh, drink into our box, the ball kind of ricocheted off, off him, I think came off his arm, but I think it ricocheted off the kind of deflection with Lovren, um, but then it hit Trent Alexander-Arnold on the arm, and when you look at it back in slow motion, I'm not going to lie, it doesn't look good, you know, I will, I will be... Um, man enough as a Liverpool fan to say probably that was probably a penalty um, and as a City fan I can completely understand why you would be pissed off at that um, but I think you know over the course of a season I think all those types of decisions will even out uh, as much as Pep is a bit salty about it you know, I'm happy for him to be salty about it but I think it's one of those ones where if it happened against your team you'll be livid but it ha- if it happens for your team you're like oh yeah you know it was it was it, the ball came too quickly you know what was he supposed to do it was his hand was in an unnatural position all all this type of VAR talk that has has dominated everything we've been talking about in football but um, enough about that you know let, let's not let's not worry about that let's focus on the quality um, it was a great ball from Robert down the line, actually. And Mane kind of put um, Carl Walker uh, down the line, uh, crossed the ball in. And the City defenders kind of just like, they could have, I think, just booted it into Rosette if they wanted to. But they were kind of faffing around. And I think it was um, Fernandinho or maybe Gundogan who kind of just cleared the ball out to no one in particular, just to the edge of the box. Um, and Fabinho from about 30 yards out absolutely pinged the ball. Like the 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 technique, the, the tech as he got on it. 
um, was just absolutely beautiful, and it just flew past Claudio Bravo. And uh, yeah, honestly, there couldn't have been there couldn't have been a, a better start to the game. And and honestly, it could have got better because it did get better <laughs> um, on our second counter attack of the game. So City again after that goal kind of started dominating the possession. Um, but then again, we kind of hit on the counter-attack and uh, we had a crossfield ball by none other than Trent Alexander-Arnold. Like, who else is going to be hitting 60-yard pingers across across the across the pitch? Now, I used to love back in the day when when Steven Gerrard used to... Uh, <clears throat> When Steven Gerrard used to like bang those shot those passes across, and now that we're seeing Trent do it, it's so nice. Um, but yeah, Trent pinged the ball out to to um, to to Robbo, and Robbo kind of just had quite a bit of space down on the on the left side. Kai Walker kind of just pushed back a bit, and uh, he whipped a beautiful ball into the box. Um, and Fernandinho just missed it, and uh, Salah hit the ball, kind of headed the ball on the bounce. And uh, yeah, the the pace, the cross had so much pace in it. So I just had to get his head on it, and there was no way Claudia Bravo was was saving that. And kind of that was it. Like in a flash, we were two 0 up. I was kind of watching it, like, okay, I didn't expect this to happen. I was expecting a tight, cagey game. You know, we've conceded first in what our like last three Premier League games or something like that. So that was very, very much not what I was expecting. Um, but uh, you know, it was a pleasant surprise. Uh, but luckily, they did check it on VAR, obviously. Uh, this week, unlike last, Salah's armpit was on side. It was on the right side of the line, so that was good to see. But um, yeah, City kind of grew into the first half after that. Uh, they had a couple of chances. Aguero had a chance. I think Sterling had a chance as well. But they didn't really manufacture anything too meaningful. I think they had a couple of shots on Alisson's goal, but nothing that like really, really tested him. Uh, Alisson looked very kind of reassured and calm uh, throughout the game, which is always good to see. But um, yeah, City started the second half kind of as they did the first half, kind of on the ball. Um, passing around, kind of playing the way they like to play, but exactly like the like the first half, there was a kind of a throw in deep in on the on the right hand side, and kind of one of those one of those throw-ins where kind of nothing happened. But but Henderson managed to get away and whipped an absolutely stupendous ball across the box. Like uh, up that for me, that assist is up there with some of the best ones from from Trent and and Robertson for this season for me. Like the ball was kind of hit with fade. It gave Claudia Bravo no chance, even though it kind of just went over his head. It kind of the, the way the ball went over it just didn't feel like it gave Claudia Bravo any chance, and he and he didn't have any chance. And Sadio Mane stooping in at the far post, and Claudia Bravo possibly could have done better, but um, but hey, you know who cares. Uh, Sadio Mane stooped in to get the header in, and, and uh, yeah, just like that again. It was three. It was. Uh, it was 3-0, and uh, after that, you we kind of got what you would expect from City. City, City cranked it up. Uh, they had to, right? Their pride was on the line. They were being 3-0 away from home. They'd obviously scored in every away every away game this season as well, so they had a bit of that pride and that stat to keep, can continue as well. Uh, and they did do that, you know. Um, their pressure did tell eventually when Bernardo Silva hit a very fair play you know he had a very very sweet shot in uh, with his left foot into the uh, into the near post Allison had no chance but uh, you kind of got the stage there where it could have got a bit nervy um, but then there was another appeal uh, for a handball where um, I think Raheem Sterling was coming into the box this this time again it was against Trent Alexander-Arnold but this time it was much closer and like there's nothing Trent could have done about it and uh, Pep Guardiola was going crazy like at the referees but you know what suck it pep man you've won too much just like suck it up I, I feel sometimes he's maybe a bit of a sore loser um and he kind of just like he kind of throws a bit of a tantrum like um if any of you guys watched what happens after the game he goes up he goes up to the referees and very sarcastically shakes the hand and goes thank you very much uh, not 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 saying good evening he's not Unai Emery but um uh yeah just kind of very sarcastically shaking their hands kind of just being like you know a big f you 
Um, even though necessarily, I wouldn't say it wasn't the referee's fault. It's probably more the guys out in the VAR uh, in Stockley Park that he's probably more frustrated at. But um, yeah, I'm sure it's kind of weird. Like, you, I guess you can't get fined for that, but like it, it was kind of disrespectful and, and stuff like that. So uh, I wonder whether the, uh, the Premier League would do anything about that. But but anyway, so so you know, who cares what happens to Pep Guardiola? I don't care. Um, but it finished three-one, and um, at, I guess at this moment in the season, we don't know. You know how big of a big of a result this may be. Um, obviously, we're only twelve games into the season now. We've still got over a, over two thirds of the season left to play, and you know this this could be one of those games that we look back in May and kind of go, you know what, that was that was the point at which City just didn't believe they could win the league anymore, and Liverpool were like, you know, this is our destiny this season. Or we could look back at it and saying, Liverpool were this many points ahead of City. How did they throw it away? Uh, one of those stories that we've had to face, unfortunately, quite a few times over over my lifetime. But um, yeah, w- w- I guess just in terms of taking into account the, the the enormity of this result, like we'll only be able to tell May. Um, yeah, it, it just we will have to wait and see. The one thing I guess I did notice just in the way City were playing and the demeanor of some of the players, like they did seem a bit resigned. Um, maybe it was just resigned in in the result of the game, but they kind of looked a bit resigned. In, for me, and more than that, they looked a bit resigned. Like, ah, oh, like you know, here's Liverpool again, and uh, you know they're up in the levels, and we can't match it. And we've already, you know, we've already dropped so many points, and kind of almost like the body language that they've almost kind of conceded the league or something like that already, uh, which I think is obviously stupid. And Pep will be telling them, you know, that's obviously stupid. But as a Liverpool fan, to see that great City team feel like that against us is just like so sweet <laughs> i can't i can't describe like how how amazing that feels that manchester city can come to our stadium and just feel utterly demoralized like yeah it's just it's just such a good feeling but uh yeah i think my my player so as i i kind of uh, i like to do i like to you know they obviously give the man of the match out and all that kind of stuff and sometimes i agree with the man of the match sometimes i don't agree with the man of the match but um definitely i agree with the man of the match today i 100 for me was fabinho i think henderson was up there as well for me uh i think henderson had an absolute banger i think he was ill during a week or something as well so he did really good to play the 60-ish minutes that he did and he was actually really really good he was just very solid exactly what we need from jordan henderson um but the player of the game for me has to go to Fabinho. He was just like, he was just so on it. He obviously the goal was great. That kind of set his confidence, but it completely justified uh, why Klopp decided not to play him at Villa to make sure he didn't get suspended for this game. Uh, he just showed how important he is to our team, breaking up things in front of Van Dijk and Lovren. Again, Lovren is someone I want to give a shout out. He's obviously come in um, with Matip uh, out uh, and coming in ahead of Gomez as well. So, He's played really well as well, so fingers crossed that he gives up this this good uh, form because he he's been impressive as well. And maybe it's just the Van Dyke effect of playing alongside him makes any of our centre backs look better. But but uh, yeah, anyways, enough about Lovren. But just Fabinho was just was just quality. He was he was um, he did everything that was needed of him. He broke up the play. He set us away on counter attacks. Um, yeah, and he's, he's just he's just he's just proving yet again, every game in game out, why he's so important to this Klopp team and why he's so important to Liverpool. Um, yeah, haven't got enough plaudits or, or good things to say about Firmino from this game. But uh, as I always do, if you guys have listened to last season's uh, Let's Talk Liverpool episodes, I do a shout out to Klopp. So this is the kind of section on the podcast and on the video where I talk about um, how I think uh, or what things I think Klopp should maybe change or work on or improve on. Uh, and actually, uh, as you can finally, as you could maybe guess, there isn't much. I think the main thing that I guess from my side 
is that like Klopp and some of the players that are not going well in international duty use this time to properly rest up. Like once we come back, we end up in this kind of like December, Christmas, uh, New Year schedule. And obviously we've got the FIFA Club World Cup on top of that and then the Carabao Cup thing, which is still getting rearranged or whatever. And we're going to be playing Villa with a second team or, or whatever. Um, actually, I was just thinking about that. On that point, I, I kind of feel like because of that handicap that Liverpool got, would it be would it be weird if Liverpool had like a 1-0 head start or something like that if we're having to field two teams? Like, I, don't, I know that's quite a radical thing to say. But, yeah, I don't know. We, what team has ever had to play two games in two days, right? Other than in FIFA when the glitch happens. But, um, anyways, that's a digression. Yeah, the shout-out to Klopp is just, you know, rest up, like, rest up the minds, rest up the bodies because um, it's going to be a slog and should we come out on the other side like middle to end of January still with an eight point lead then we can start thinking and talking about the title and things like that but but yeah I think in this international break just keep it calm and uh, yeah just focus on on resting up mind and body ready to smash it in December I'm so gassed for December I can't wait uh, we've got huge games we've obviously got the Everton game then the FIFA Club World Cup so we've got big games which I'm looking forward to and I hope you guys are looking forward to them as well and the Let's Talk Liverpool podcast will be back now properly so I hope you guys are looking forward to those as well make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel if you're not already there or if you're listening to on a podcast you know make sure you tune in every week but uh, yeah thank you guys for watching and listening and I'll catch you for the next game <laughs>